the right foods can be used as medicine to help heal the body and to prevent disease. Exercise is not just really about building muscle and losing weight. Exercise can be prescribed to patients as medicine to help improve diabetes and hypertension. You have more power over your health than what you've been told. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast. I'm Maya Acosta, and I'm passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase longevity in a big way. Let's get started. Okay, we did it, my friend. My podcast is officially the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast with Maya. If you have been a longtime listener, I want to thank you so much for being with me throughout this podcasting journey. I've been podcasting for three years now. If you are new to my podcast, I want to say hi, and thank you for joining me on this adventure. I'd like to share with you a brief history of how I became interested in podcasting in the first place, and this will include a little bit of my own health journey. I'm going to share with you why I wanted to create a health podcast and how I basically persuaded my husband to co-host with me. Finally, I will share how I rebranded the show to highlight myself as a solo female podcaster who is passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. Make sure to listen to the entire episode because I'm also going to recommend previous episodes from the last three years that I think you should listen to. All right, so basically many years ago, I became interested in a late night radio talk show, which aired late at night, like from midnight till around four in the morning. And this is before podcasts were the way that they are today. So that would have probably been considered a podcast. I don't know. Well, back then, this particular show offered a $5 membership fee that you could pay in order to have access to the episodes any time of the day. And that's basically how I would listen. I would listen when I had time, when I was cooking, when I was cleaning, any time like that. So anyway, I love the show. They covered all sorts of topics. And every once in a while, they would have health experts come on and talk about all sorts of health topics. So Basically, this is how I learned about mercury and hypothyroidism. Yes, they had an expert come on, a physician who talked about the association between having mercury and the prevalence for developing hypothyroidism as a result. It was weird. I almost want to say it was a coincidence because around that same time, I was already gaining weight. I was losing my hair. And I was actually experiencing a lot of cold, like my hands and my feet were always cold. I was wearing sweaters in the summer and I was younger. I was between my mid thirties and forties when I was already experiencing these symptoms. So armed with this information, I headed over to my biological dentist. This is when I lived in California and I was concerned about my amalgam fillings. I basically wanted them out of my mouth. So then she asked me about my diet. She asked me about my health. I shared my symptoms and told her that I was basically a pescatarian. I only really ate seafood because I had stopped red meat and pork many, many years ago. So I believe she already was suspicious that I might have had hypothyroidism. And so she ordered full labs for me, hair, blood, and urine analysis to check for mercury. So there we are, you know, the results come back, they have 
dangerously, or they show that I have dangerously high levels of organic and inorganic mercury in my system. So we went on to extract the amalgams. I stopped eating all sorts of seafood. So no fish for me. And yeah, I was left with very little food to eat because (laughs) I was pretty much a vegetarian at that time. So I started juicing because I love to read and learn about all sorts of things. So I learned about the Gerson therapy and I learned that Charlotte Gerson was still living in the San Diego area. And actually that's where I was living when I discovered all of these health issues. Of course, later on, I would go on to learn that eating a whole food plant-based diet, it's like the most optimal diet for preventing, halting, and even in some cases reversing disease. But this information came years later. So I had the mercury in my system. I didn't do the standard chelation therapy that is recommended for removing mercury out of the system. It's Chelation is said to be a very effective way to treat heavy metal poisoning. However, I had a friend who had (laughs) gone through chelation and boy, it kicked his butt. It was hard on him. So I opted to optimize my own body so that it could detox on its own. And I'm going to put a disclaimer here, okay? I am not a physician. I am not attempting to give medical advice. I'm just simply sharing my story. And that's really what I want to do with the podcast is I want to share information without giving medical advice. And so, I don't know, maybe I'll have to do a disclaimer each time. I don't know. (laughs) So here's some information that I gathered from the Mayo Clinic to talk about this whole process of mercury. So what causes mercury to build up in the body? Well, the most common cause of mercury poisoning is from consuming too much methylmercury or organic mercury, which is linked to eating seafood. So small amounts of mercury are present in everyday foods and products, which may not necessarily affect your health, but too much mercury, however, can be poisonous. So the mercury accumulates in your bloodstream over time and slowly leaves the body through urine, feces, and breast milk. If you eat a lot of fish high in mercury, it may take up to a year for the mercury levels to drop off after you stop eating fish. So now imagine myself who mainly ate fish, And I consider it like my only, back then I used to consider it my only form of protein. Today I know a little differently, but I'll share that later on. So my body wasn't really given a chance to detox because I mainly ate fish. So why do we need to detox mercury out of our body? Well, mercury can trigger genotoxicity, autoimmune reactions, and oxidative damage, which raises the possibility that mercury could play a role in pathogenesis of thyroid cancers, autoimmune thyroiditis, and hypothyroidism, which is what I had. So even low levels of mercury may lead to thyroid inflammation, body temperature impairment, hypothyroidism, and depression by occupying iodine binding site and inhibiting or altering hormone actions. And there's so much more science behind that. But what I decided to do was instead of doing the chelation therapy, I decided to eat the foods that I knew or at least have heard help detox the body from those heavy metals. So high levels of cilantro, garlic, spirulina, chlorella, which I always have a hard time saying that, drinking a lot of water to also help move that out through urine. 
And so, you know, once I was diagnosed with high levels of mercury, then I moved on to seeing an, an endocrinologist who diagnosed me with hypothyroidism. And suddenly I was taking medication for that. I was also experiencing adrenal fatigue. This was probably the worst time of my life. I felt horrible for my age. And, you know, I was always tired. Like I said, I had fatigue and I couldn't seem to lose the weight. And this is a, you know, we're talking about me who had never had weight issues. Suddenly I'm holding on to weight. So going back to that late night talk radio show that I used to listen to, I credit that show for educating me about mercury, hypothyroidism, and so many other health topics. And I did go from time to time to my doctor, but it was always like, well, this is what the medication you're just going to have to take for the rest of your life. And that's how my health problems were being managed. And I didn't like it. I wanted to educate myself. I wanted to read. And it's almost like I wanted to find out about what most doctors don't know about. So a few years later, I would meet my husband, who is a vascular surgeon, and together we entered into this world of lifestyle medicine. We both learned about it around the same time. So my husband had never been taught to use food as medicine or exercise as medicine the way that he learned through the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. And then I took like the materials that are available for the layperson, and I educated myself as well. Together, we learned that the right foods can be used as medicine to help heal the body and to prevent disease. We learned that exercise is not just really about building muscle and losing weight. Exercise can be prescribed to patients as medicine to help improve diabetes and hypertension and to enhance one's sense of overall wellness and so much more. We learned that stress management is important to prevent stress-related diseases. And finally, we learned that connectivity, having healthy relationships with people that we love can also contribute to the quality of life and longevity. And so I wanted to create a podcast to help educate you about these ways that you can also enhance your quality of life. And I wanted to use my voice to help you, like how I have been helping myself to be educated. And also I choose guests who are trained in the field of lifestyle medicine. Most of my guests are physicians or dietitians or nutritionists who can actually receive, I believe that it's only certain fields where you can actually be boarded in lifestyle medicine, but the education is available to many of us, like myself, who is a lay person. So it's important for me to bring on people, guests on the show who I would personally take advice from. So in that sense, I guess you can say that they're vetted <laughs> by me. I also love it when people come on the show and share their stories of how they use food as medicine or exercise as medicine to improve their overall wellness. So I consider myself a health educator. I am a teacher by nature. I just love to educate, but I also by trade am an educator. I have a master's in education. And so I consider myself a health educator. I am always reading. I'm always researching and listening to content for my own personal growth and also because I want to be educated on my guests, on who comes on. So if they have authored a book, I read the book. 
if they've given TED Talks, I watch the TED Talks. For me, it's absolutely important that I know who I'm speaking with. And so today, I'm also putting a lot of emphasis on my own spirituality and my own overall mental wellness. And so I would like to have guests to talk about those topics as well. So that sort of gives you a little bit of the gist of like how I got started in what I consider a health podcast, health and wellness podcast. Then, you know, we started this in 2018. So I kind of dragged my husband into it all and it said, we need to educate people about this. We need to educate your patients so that they know that they can do something about their health today. But also, we want to share this information so that you never have to be a patient of my husband's. Because, you know, I've said in other episodes, the quality of life quickly drops the last 10 or 15 years of his patients' lives. And that's a whole nother topic. And so then time has gone on. My husband really took on a very busy role in treating COVID patients that were starting to develop blood clots. 2020, 2021 kept him very busy. And so I suddenly found myself without my co-hosts. And so we had this agreement that in order to enhance our own quality of lives, like my husband and I want to make our relationships first, our relationship, we want to put it first, we decided that I would go ahead and continue the podcast and sort of outsource some of the work that I do as a podcaster, because it's all full time. It's like more than 60 hours that I was spending in all of it and doing my research and editing and building content in putting the shows together and wanting to show up consistently for you, like in wanting to provide quality episodes for you. And so then, you know, it dawned on me, I've been on this health kick for many years. Like before I met my husband, I'm very much about taking the holistic, natural approach towards health. So healthy lifestyle solutions really seemed like a wonderful name, along with what we talk about, which is lifestyle medicine. And all my guests, we never take away from what you've been prescribed. So listen to your physician. If your physician wants you to be on certain medications or wants you to do some procedures, we don't say don't do those. We say on top of that, consider also optimizing your health by using certain foods as medicine, exercising with your doctor's approval, and, you know, working on on building healthy relationships. I think it's so important to have a support group nowadays. So anyway, let me wrap that up by, so I basically wanted to share with you how we got started and where I am today with the podcast. And I also want to send you to kind of review some of our episodes. We now have 154 episodes in our show and everything is still found in the same website. So we went from being called Plant-Based DFW, the podcast, to Healthy Lifestyle Solutions. You have 154 episodes that you can now visit. Consider it like a library of resources. So before you listen to the upcoming interviews, you have a chance to visit the past ones. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples of some of my favorite episodes. Episode 128, I had Dr. Scott Glassman on the show. He's the author of the book called A Happier You, and you can now listen to it on Audible, and you can buy the book on Amazon. I'll put all the links below. He has developed this beautiful program that will get you to develop healthy daily practices that will help improve your overall sense of happiness. 
And that's episode 128. Episode 132, I have former Marine Dennis Jones, who came on the show to talk about how he reversed his diabetes with whole food plant-based diet. And so he also is now a food for life instructor. And now he has dedicated his life to helping other people prevent or manage their diabetes. This is what I love about this community is it's full of people who give back. So episode 127, we have Alik and Lauren Colbert, who use laughter as medicine. And it's actually a practice that they teach. You can learn more about how you can sign up for a session to laugh with them. So they use laughter as medicine to bring joy to other people. Episode 120 is one of my favorite episodes. I have the opportunity to speak with Rachel Haddad, who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in her 20s after living kind of a very intense life. She is now thriving because she's using lifestyle as medicine. So she uses food, exercise, and stress management to live her best life. Episode 105 is with another wonderful individual named Richard Hubbard, who went from living with morbidity to being plant-based athlete. He is thriving on plant-based foods, and he is a marathoner, which, gosh, puts me to shame. <laughs> I should be out there exercising a lot more. So like I said, we have 154 episodes that you can now reference for information and inspiration And like I said, each of my guests dedicate their lives towards helping to empower other people to take control of their health. And all of these stories have added so much value to my own life. So friend, it is time that we help educate ourselves about all the things that can be detrimental to our health. And we are currently living with so many stressors that are taken away from our quality of life. So let's work together on making healthier decisions every day so that we can be our best selves for our loved ones. I want to thank you for being a listener. I want to thank you for being part of my journey. And I am always open to hearing your ideas and your feedback. So please feel free to also join my Facebook group. I keep talking about my Facebook group. It's still under plant-based DFW. I will add a link below. And as always, thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us to spread our message. Thanks for listening.